And this time on Culture File, the bittersweet symphony of life as a working musician. In her pandemic pause, with gigs a distant memory, violinist Cleona Ryan decided to join the ranks of podcasters. She knew her many musical friends and colleagues were also at home and decided to ring around, not just to see how they were adjusting, but to talk about all the things good professional musicians do their best not to talk about in the struggle to make a life in music. She reports now on what she discovered recording that podcast, Bittersweet Symphony. It was a very important 18 months for me. It was the best and worst year of my life. I'm Cleana Ryan, a violinist and member of the Irish Chamber Orchestra. I was five when I began playing music. I was competing by the age of seven and touring globally while still in school. As a teenager, I left Ireland behind for London and then America. Since I was a child, music was my identity, my means of understanding myself and the world, my social life, and later my bread and butter. Sometimes I struggled financially, sometimes I was fine, but I rarely felt secure. I did feel full of love for the extraordinary gift of music making. There is nothing unique about me or my story. This is what makes a musician. On March 12th, 2020, I was sent home from rehearsal and it was months before I played with and for others. In spring of 21, an idea began to take shape. I reached out to fellow musicians to ask if they would go on a journey with me. A journey of memory recovery, of documentation, and of sharing openly who we are and what we have been through. As a community, we don't have these conversations, instead presenting a strong, reliable and consistent. So this was a brave step for the contributors to take. Together, we created an audio time capsule, and in it we placed the bitter, the sweet, and the bittersweet of this period to document what we have learned and what we choose to never forget. So what were people's lives like before March 2020? I think I was feeling a bit lost, travelling way too much, feeling really unfulfilled. My back was bad, so I was in a, I was very sore in work. Being Feeling really run down and feeling really ill and exhausted. And what of the sudden shock of stopping? And I just went, I, I, I need to play some music. Who am I without my violin? I stopped playing. I didn't play from March until August. I did not touch the bass at all. The rhythm of practice is a big part of your day and you take that away it did feel like what am i to do with myself but what was horrifying about it is that everything was in there and then everything was scribbled out my reaction to that was to stop playing completely and i had the neighbors asking me if i would open the window and play concerts for them and, and i just had to let them know that i was not going to be doing that for a bit what were people's emotions in these first few weeks? I think loneliness, especially in the night times. That was, I found that kind of very hard to cope with. 
I wasn't afraid to die myself, but I was afraid for other people, for my family. I think I forgot the sort of paralyzing fear of it. In the midst of this crisis, there was also so much time, freedom, and an explosion of creativity. Like, I finally gave myself a bit of space to, like, allow some creativity to enter. Honestly, I, I think it redirected my life in the best possible way. Well, for a start, I had time for my children. I had time to be with them and to really tune in. I felt like I'd never have this kind of time again. And that also I hadn't had it since I was like, before I started learning, basically. Some rediscovered a sense of home, while for others, homeland and family were totally out of reach. I now understand what it means to have a home. Like, and when I lost my mum, like, I, I lost that sense of home. Not being able to go back to Wales, that was hard. So, um, and my mum, my sister, you know, go. Oh. <laughs> the Welsh word is he, right? which kind of means longing. Okay. And that's what it was. It just hits me, you know, not to see my, my family and my country, you know. When we finally did return to work, it was strange and challenging. I was doing my favourite thing in my favourite place, but it was so weird. One of the hardest things I found in a concert was there was no applause. I didn't realise how much I needed that and how much music was part of my life and or how important it was. And what about going forward? I'm using the word no more than ever before. Okay. If I'm offered work on a free day, I don't have to take it just because it's free. Maybe you really need those couple of days to just live your life and like, see your family. What has this process of reflection meant to us? To look back on it, it's very emotional, but good, really good as well, because so much good came out of it. You know, it's just really important, but also really productive and really cathartic for us to think about what happened to us and around us and, and what we felt and how we reacted. It's great to document it all like that. It's nice to, to tell the truth about it all. My hope is that it breaks down walls of silence and that our community find understanding, solace and empathy in these conversations. For those that aren't musicians, I hope they discover something about who we are and how we have been shaped by our experience since childhood. We dress in elegant gowns and tails, but go in and out a different door. We are the people that play in the concert halls. The same people that play at your weddings and funerals that teach your children, that play on the films and TV that you watch. And we are there in the shadows, swaying and playing along with your favourite band. Katrina Ryan on pandemic pausing, and the voices you heard were Katrina Frost percussion, Isolt Cooper Stockdale cello, Mark Jenkins double bass, Eva Burke cello, Elizabeth McLaren violin, Christopher Neary bass trombone, Catherine Hunker violin, and Cormac O'Hadon French horn. Bittersweet Symphony is available in all the good podcast places.